The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. everybody thursday april 6th it's around 11 o'clock we are joined by two members of the greatest team in virginia tech basketball history kayla king and taylor soul who have decided to take this interview in one of the more interesting locations of anyone that has ever been on the pod we are outside of squires for those of you on youtube you can see it just a few steps away from tots a few steps away from the student center Taylor and Kayla, how are you two doing? You know, feeling like a regular student today, just hanging outside. It's warm. Can't complain. I know I don't do this much in season, so it gives me normal student life right now. Yeah. I need to walk around. I've not seen much of this campus at all, and I would definitely get lost. So, <laughs> yeah, you got to take in. You got to take in as much as it, uh, much as it as you can. The weather should be nice. Evan Hughes might have jinxed us the other day. He tweeted out uh, that winter was over. So if it snows, if we get sleet, if the temperature drops before 50 degrees, we will be putting Evan Hughes on trial. Um, um, anyway, we'll get started with a hokey haiku, as we do at the beginning of every podcast. This one is submitted by Pete McGee, T-Soul and C-King, inspirational duo, a crown of spirit. Very well done, Pete McGee. Appreciate the poetry. Love it, love it, love it. So, uh, Ed, take it away, my friend. You got question number one. I mean, according to the doc, I don't, but. <laughs> well, this one, th- that was the introduction. That was the introduction. Um, yeah, so go back to, you know, January 26th. You guys lose to Duke on the road. And then after that game, you just decided <laughs> to rip off 15 in a row. So, um, what do you think your team learned and adjusted to following that game in Duke that led to the insane amount of success from there on out? You want to start off? I mean, sure. Um, I think really that we had to be aggressive on offense. Like Duke really pushed us off our mark that game. I think they were like the first team that didn't let us like run our offenses cleanly. Um, and it kind of caught us off guard a little bit. Um, after that, we really like focused on that. And another team really didn't catch us off guard after that. Yeah. I think even after that game, like, people could have thought we got, like, ripped apart in the locker room. And honestly, Coach Brooks was just like, okay, like, we don't want to feel like this again. Like, we're fine. We're just going to show people, like, who we really are every time and not just, like, when we want to. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we kind of just head down, ran through a wall. <laughs> so I was going to ask this a little bit later, but it kind of transitions well. I want to talk about the fuel that – the media talking head, everybody else kind of provided you. Liz and Georgia talked about it on their podcast yesterday. And I followed this team all year long. Ed followed this team all year long. And the storylines 
that people talked about last year were the same. It's Virginia Tech is a finesse team. Virginia Tech is going to struggle against the Yukons of the world, the Tennessees of the world, all of the mainstays in college basketball. How much, I know it doesn't affect, I know we're not sitting there and typing in our names on Twitter and looking all that, but I know y'all heard it. How much did that dialogue fuel you guys over the course of the season? Or maybe maybe T maybe T Soul was typing. Yeah, T Soul. We'll start, we'll start with you, T Soul. First of all, you got to type your own name in Twitter. Just like see what's trending. Mm. Mostly people just say funny things on Twitter. Like, yes, there are times just like I have to say off the app, but a lot of the time, if you look, like look back on it, you're like, this is some like random person who I'm never gonna meet, who knows nothing about what we do during practice or like things we got in the locker room. So I'm just gonna kind of laugh in this like silent retweet. Um, I feel like a lot of the things we saw, there were definitely some tweets, mostly, that we've seen that, like, we kind of put in the archives in, like, a motivational kind of way. Like, Virginia Tech will be the first one seat out. I feel like things, like, throughout the season, when people said things like that, we were like, okay, fine, like, we're just going to prove y'all wrong. Uh, and that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think it was also just, like, proving ourselves right. Like, we knew we could. Um. And, like, that's, like, I think what carried us so far this year, especially, like, throughout the ACC tournament. I think we, walked, like, walked around like we were going to win every game. And we never, like, doubted that. So I think, like, that was, like, a difference from previous years that let us get to, like, where we got to this year. So I want you all to do some bragging on each other real quick. We're going to start – we're going to start with T-Soul. So, Kayla, I'm asking you about your teammate. And over the last two or three years, the media – consistently like saying, well, Virginia Tech's a finesse team. Virginia Tech, you know, sometimes they have the the uh, tendency to get bullied a little bit, which was never based on any fact. It was based on, you know, just watching one game and taking that away. Um, but the addition of T-Soul wasn't just adding another active defender. It wasn't just adding someone who, um, a talented individual with experience. One of the things that I said all year Taylor Soul, anytime you got two steps with a dribble. Every single time. I would scream at the TV. I would scream in the stands. I would say, murder ball, murder ball, here she comes. So what kind of aggression, what type of attitude did Taylor really add to this team uh, ever since she stepped foot in Blacksburg? I mean, it was just energy because, honestly, even though we beat beat every year, I like she's just still like unstoppable. She would still get her numbers. She'd get her rebounds, points. I think she just honestly – I don't think she sees anyone else on the court. She just sees the ball and, like, goes and gets it. Like, yeah. if you're in her way, like, too bad for you. Like, you're probably going to end up on the floor. Um, and I think we needed a player like that, honestly. Um, I think she took us to the next level this year is, like, what we needed. And it's, like, no matter how the game was going, like, she was still her all, like, 100%. And – that's just like I don't think that's finesse. Um, she's definitely not a finesse player. No, sorry, is that our manager right there? Is that Hannah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. It's <laughs> a little shout out to that. that also goes to a little bit on the court. Like she can get distracted that easy. Um, <laughs> so that would be, I guess, her her one thing I would work on. A flaw. That's okay. But I think her energy is something that can overlook that. Like she. She's definitely what the team needed. Thanks, Kay. Taylor, I want to ask you a question about one of the best pieces of content. The content that came out of the Twitter account all year was amazing. And what 
I we kind of had this running joke every time we would get ready to record Queens of Castle is we'd get on there and I'd be like, oh, man, like good luck against Tennessee. Good luck against whatever. And Liz specifically, she's a little bit of an introvert and she'd be like, oh, it's going to be such a tough challenge. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I'm excited for the opportunity to play him. And I'm like, yo. And Georgia would like kind of squint, look to her left. I'm like, Liz, I don't know who needs to tell you this. But you are her. You guys are them. You guys are you guys are you guys are here now. It's it's no longer like punching up. You guys are you guys are on that level. And the quote that stuck with me, and we'll we'll keep it NSFW, but it was like, nobody's gonna take this from us. We deserve to be here. This is where we deserve to be. So Taylor, when you came in, how important was it to let everybody know like this is where we belong, this is who we are? I said that. I said that in the in the tournament. In a video. Yep. I said that. What game was that? Tennessee? Probably. Probably Tennessee. Yeah. Because they were trapping. I looked at... Because uh, sometimes I'm like, this team, what I've learned is like... Yeah, you well, don't it have, definitely was Tennessee. Yeah, definitely when was Tennessee. They went on their run. They're a little trapped. Yeah. But I think... Uh, like, with this team, I realized I don't always have to, like, yell. Like, some things, like, you feel like you need to yell for people to, like, listen to what you're saying. Like, I don't ever really feel that with this team. Like, in that moment, I was like, y'all... <laughs> We already played them one time. We're not going to let people, because we already know what the narrative would have been if we had lost. It would have been, yeah, we already knew Virginia Tech can't handle the press, yada, 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 like they're soft. And I just, like, wasn't trying to get back on the bus to that. Mm-hmm. So I just looked at everyone. I saw the camera, and I was like, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needed to hear it. And, like, Demon was amped up. Everyone was amped up. Because in the ACC tournament, people think Liz is, like, People either think Liz is soft or she's, like, hardcore. And the ACC tournament, Louisville game, looks at me with, like, five minutes left. She's like, I need more energy out of you. Period. Didn't say anything else. And I'm looking at her. She's like, I'm being so serious. And I was like, dang, okay. It's so, like, ever since then, I, like, can't let Liz down with the energy. <laughs> and then, uh, Kayla, I want to ask you about Taylor on the other end. One of the things that made uh, this team so self- so special was the selflessness uh, Kayla King and Kayana Trailer and Demo. I want to highlight those three. They all had their moments. Kayla King led this team in points. Kayana Trailer led this team in points a couple of times. Demo led the team in rebounds a couple of times this year. What is it about this team, the leadership and the coaching, that instilled such a focus on winning team first rather than paying attention to who's getting tweeted about, who's getting the stat lines, uh, and really focusing on the job at hand? You asked Kayla, right? I did. Okay. No, I asked you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I he, asked, he asked Kayla. He asked Kayla, but he meant to ask. That's right. That's right. Oh, I'm not calling him out. Um, I feel like that was just like an identity from the beginning. Honestly, I remember like when I first got on campus, I would tell people, "I'm like, this team isn't like selfish enough." Like there were times in practice, like. Like, we would make the one more pass, and, like, somebody, I don't know who, wouldn't shoot the ball. And we'd be like, hello, is that not your job? It was, like, trying to – I feel like for a lot of the time during the season, like, I probably had more confidence in Kayla shooting the ball than I did on, like, me doing my own job, which, like, at times we'd have to be like, hey, I need you to, like, do your thing. But I think it just kind of created a culture where it's, like, we wanted the other people around us to succeed and, like, be playing with, like, a free mind and, like – I think that translated well for, like, team basketball. So, like, if Georgia had to go on a rampage and have, like, 10 games straight with 20 points, like, that was fine. 
uh, and obviously it was working. And so um, when you're winning, you're having fun. Why would we want to change that? And so I think that was what made this team so great was that culture, like from the beginning. I actually kind of want to build on that for a second. Like, I, I, I you, you didn't want to call her out, but you kind of did because you stared right at her when you said it. But there were a lot of times where I felt like, Kayla, you did not want to shoot the ball. You were too selfless. And then Ohio State, you came out firing. So I wanted to ask if that was a point of emphasis going into that Ohio State game because you shot, like, I think four or five threes in the first quarter, made three of them, and then got fouled on one of them and hit all three free throws. So I wanted to ask if that was a point of emphasis going into that Ohio State game for you to look for your shot. I mean, a lot of it's, like, the coaches. Like, before every game, like, Coach Brooks comes up to me and he's like, who's the best shooter? And, like, he makes me, like, say me. And I'm like, yeah, like, I do believe that. But he it's it so cringy, but I love it. He, like, makes me <laughs> I'll ask, like, three. And then also, like, Brad. Um, she, like, after Chattanooga, when I, like, didn't – I don't think – I don't – maybe shot one shot. Um, she was like, we like, to do good in this tournament, we need you to shoot. And then she was just like, handoffs, focus on handoffs this game. And so, like, going into Ohio State, I was like, all right, I'm going to just look for some handoffs. And after the first couple, they were going under. So I just honestly, I don't even, sometimes I don't even realize I'm shooting. I just, like, look up and the ball is, like, out of my hand. But, like, that game, I went into, like, it just, like, looking for handoff shots. And then the first couple were off the handoffs and stuff. So I would say, like, Rad's, like, my biggest supporter on the bench and she's always like telling me to like look like it's not a bad shot like if you're shooting it and I was like all right I got you she'd so, be getting mad if you don't yeah if you don't shoot it I probably have never gotten yelled at more for like not shooting yeah like I've never the, been like the LSU game there was one shot in particular of the quarter Katie passes quarter. the ball and I don't think I've ever seen coach Brooks it's like mad at me as he was after that me not shooting that shot which I understand yeah. like for it us was to be a good, point like, game. especially like wide open shots like that, like I don't get a lot of opportunities um, to be so open. So I Which need to have the good stuff. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and then I think after that, like I shot like three more. Yeah, and then you just went yeah. off. Yeah, gotta let it fly. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to shoot like 19 of them like Georgia, but you can let it fly whenever you want, right? I mean. Um, yeah. So on a more serious note, I guess, this was a pretty awesome year for women's college basketball in general. Um, you guys, you know, the South Carolina thing that they had going on, uh, Caitlin Clark, all the good things that were happening led to awesome viewership and TV ratings and social media numbers and just awesome stuff for the women's game. So you guys are kind of right in the middle of that. I don't know if that's something you realize when it's going on, but have you had a moment to kind of sit back and think like, wow, this was a pretty awesome year for our game? And we were a big part of that. Is that something you notice when it's going on? Or has Coach Brooks mentioned that to you guys? Things like that, just about the impact you had on the game this year. Uh, I think we honestly understood, like, the impact a little bit while it was going on. Like, just trying to be present and, like, enjoy what we were doing. Um, there was, like, again, some tweet about, like, Virginia Tech doesn't take this seriously. Like, they don't try hard. Because it was, like, a – It was Georgia smiling at the end of the game, like, when we were going to go give, uh, like – good game handshakes whatever to Kim Mulkey and LSU I think it was just like we understood that we could have made it first like we really do believe that but we had come so far we had done so many great things for the program I guess individuals a lot of people had done really cool stuff um and yeah we were part of like the highest viewed semifinal game ever like it wasn't just us being at the tournament it was like we were the numbers watching and we were also the people playing and so um, obviously, we wanted the the loss to not happen, but 
Um, I think especially I like blocked a bunch of things on social media that would trigger me to like any negatives regarding the tournament. So like all I can really think about are the positives and like especially the viewership. I mean like what nine point nine mil? What was yeah, it? He like twelve point something views. It's ridiculous. Taylor, obviously Coach Brooks and the staff have some big uh, pieces to replace this offseason. Uh, yourself, Kayana, DeAja Greg, huge success stories out of the portal. What would your message be to any recruit that's considering transferring into this Hokies program? Um, if you identify yourself as a hard worker who's willing to take criticism for your own good and the sake of the team, and um, if you want to be a part of a culture that genuinely cares about you and in result you win a lot of games, then Virginia Tech is definitely the place for you. Yeah. So moving into our rapid fire segment, some of these are fun. Some of these are basketball related and it doesn't have to be very rapid. Taylor, it's okay. Not going to be extremely rapid. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so we'll start with you, uh, Taylor. If you could have dinner with four people, dead or alive, where are you going to eat and who's coming to dinner? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm going to uh, – I'm in Bali, and I'm with Morgan Freeman, uh, Harriet Tubman, uh, ooh, mm, Zendaya, and uh, – Ooh, this is hard. Barack Obama. I don't know if I can follow it up. Yeah. Kayla. I don't know if I can follow it up. I was just, you know. I said Harriet Tubman. You got to shoot, Kayla. Let's go. Come on. Got to shoot. I think out of all of, like, I would definitely have Zendaya at my dinner. Like, upset with her. Um, basketball, uh, Kelsey Plum. Uh, Georgia reminded me how much I, like, loved her game. Um, this is rapid fire, man. Where are you I going? I, I don't know. What, well, who else? <laughs> you got two other people, dead or alive. Uh, you can say your mom. Steph Curry. Awesome. Um, I need one more. Yeah. And a location. You know, maybe like T-Swift. Okay. <laughs> and the location, uh, Thailand, maybe, you know. Oh, okay. I've always wanted to go there. Island? What is it called? Thailand. 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 No specific restaurant, just somewhere in Thailand. Yeah. Okay. I don't know restaurants are there, oh, but um <laughs> That's the one to do it. Get a trip out of it, right? Yeah. Um all right, this is for both of you. you guys can pick which order you go in. Favorite Virginia Tech memory off the basketball court. <laughs> don't um, <laughs> um, I love it. The time were you there when we like run around with that mini basketball hoop. No, but that video was quite We funny. had to run around campus in a mini basketball hoop with like Tim Clark holding it and like having athletes around like having people around campus like dunk on it and like shoot the ball. And like one kid did it and like missed the net and just <laughs> smacked him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> we need that we need that video. I'm we gonna, we're, we're gonna the, need that video. Yeah. Um I'd say before the season we all went to Taylor Grimes Lake House. Oh yeah. And that was like I guess like our first like trip where we were like all like kind of bonded and stuff. We all just like stayed in her basement. There was like ping pong, all this stuff. We were on her boat. 
Um, people were tubing and stuff. I caught a so. fish. I caught a dead fish. It was dead, yeah. yeah. You caught a dead fish. Yeah. So she pretty much just picked it up out the water. Yeah. I wouldn't say I caught it. But, I mean, yeah, that was, like, that was a pretty fun thing because that was, like, before the season and just, like, getting to know everybody. Yeah. What is a moment that stands out to you over the course of the basketball season that wasn't necessarily on the court or caught by the cameras? Like, what is one moment that stands out to you this year, whether it's during the ACC tournament, March Madness? What are one of those moments that stand out? So many. I cannot. Like, I wish, like, I was about to say, I wish it was, there was a camera crew, like, following us around, but, like, there, there was. was. Yeah. They, they were. Um, I don't know. Just, like, like the whole process, like, arriving in Dallas. Yeah. Just, like, personally, like, neither of us have ever been there, or, like, the program hasn't, and just seeing, like, all the people there who were, like, there supporting, and, like, it just showed the impact of, like, or, like, I don't know, like, the importance of what we had done. Like, we were one of the last four teams. Um, I mean, there was cameras everywhere. There was people everywhere we went, like, saying hi, like, wanting autographs. Like, it just showed... Like, it wasn't just, like, another game. It was, like, it was, like, a big deal. I don't know. I think that was, like, like, wow, we actually, like, did so much this year. Yeah. I feel like ACC, uh, ACC tournament, like, just the day, like, the day we won, mm-hmm. I think. Like, from when we woke up to when we were at breakfast to, like, when we were on the bus after the game. Like, everyone was so locked in, but it was so fun. It was just, like, walking around, like, hey, like, want to get a ring later? It was, like, sure, dude. <laughs> What, who has the weirdest pregame routine or oh. weirdest superstition on the team? Y'all read, but that's not weird. That's just like – You act like we do every game. It's like every- – I got to say, the one thing that stood out to me about this tournament is not only were you guys winning all of the games, but on your Instagram stories, it would be like, oh, man, Tech's got a big game against Tennessee. And Liz would be like drinking coffee at some like cafe in the morning or (laughs) Liz, Georgia and I like got up most mornings to like try a new coffee place. (laughs) Cause Um, like there was a time. So I like, I was waking up early and I'd check my phone. I'd have like 20 text messages from a group chat and like Liz is over here eating some pastry. I'm like classic Liz. I was definitely, I was waking up at like six cause that's like three or I mean, that's like nine our time cause the three hour difference. And so, like, we didn't have breakfast till 10. So it's like, what am I going to do in those four hours? And we were like, all right, let's just go explore Seattle. Sure. But um, I'm trying to think who has, like, the weirdest pregame. What did we do? Georgia always got to land the locker room with her legs. She, like, wall. lays with her, yeah, legs on the wall. But, like, no, I guess one does, no one does anything weird. Like, there's no one where I'm like, I can't talk to them for, like, this period of time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they're about to like put this special shoe on georgia did have her gt cuts the pink ones yeah. she wore them for like the first couple rounds of the tournament and then like the air socket popped and then we had a game we we're all nervous that like bad things were gonna happen yeah. she had to change shoes and we were like oh boy yeah like still shot the heck up the ball so wasn't the shoes it was georgia <laughs> was in fact georgia amore <laughs> all right so Kayla, we went to a bunch of games this year, and we got to hang out with your parents a little bit in the stands. So what is a pro and a con of having your dad as a coach, you know, growing up? And I'm sure he still takes a coaching role in the backseat now, but give me a pro and a con of that. Um, I'll have to go back, like, to high school to give a con just because, like, 
it was just hours every day of us in like the same gym like shooting and of course like tensions can rise when that happens like Liz can speak for it because like Liz and me would shoot with my dad all the time and there was just days where we would just go at it and then there's honestly just we, like nights where we would go home and not speak uh sometimes it would last a couple days and my mom would have to be like Kayla be the bigger person go talk to him not you and I'm like he's the, he's the adult like he should talk to me first um so that happened a couple times just like throughout like middle school high school um but honestly he's like since I've been in college he's taken just like a supporter and like parent role over a coach like he's left all the coaching to coach Brooks um because he knows like he's not in practice he doesn't know like like everything that's going on um so of course like some games he'll be like you can do this this but overall like he's just been there to like support me and like I think that's like the best thing I could ask for um so that's like the pro like he's just there every single game and no matter like the outcome if I play good or bad like he's there has my back one of my favorite memories from this year is and I'm not I am not a basketball expert I'm I was not. hoping I was hoping you're going to tell the story so I, I after the game I was asking I was asking and I go you know I go Mr. King you know it seems like we leave the starters in for a while when the game you know we're up 15 we're up 10 points with 2 minutes left and he in his in his queen's accent goes yeah i can see how someone who doesn't know ball would think that i would i could see that but at the end of the day kenny knows what he's doing so i'm just you know i'll leave it at that kenny knows what he's doing and i appreciated that i was looking for i was looking for it but if you're ever if you're ever in castle coliseum or in any uh, arena and the kings are there if you ask a question it will be answered honestly by coach no. king and he, and he loves Coach Brooks and everything he's done for this program. So I know he's obsessed. If, you, if anyone ever question, questions him, it's on. It's on site. Mm-hmm. That's a really good accent. Yeah. Your dad is just like that. Like, he's yeah. very straightforward. Mm-hmm. The accent. I think it's just growing up in New York. Like, he has no filter. He's adorable. Love him. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was Billy Ray. I can see how you wouldn't understand that. <laughs> Sometimes I do think the same thing. Sometimes I'm like, hey, man, like, there's, like, a couple minutes left. He's putting some subs in. I'm like, this one's definitely for me. (laughs) All right. So, obviously, everyone has gotten to know the Queens of Castle, Liz and Georgia, this season through the podcast and through YouTube and all that good stuff. But what is something the fan base does not know about Liz and Georgia, either together or individually? Whatever the two of you with the front row seat have to share. Um, that has, has not been shared on the pod. Hmm. I feel like there's just like a lot, like so much. I'm like trying to find one thing. Yeah, like not start thinking about everything. You want. I'm just like I can't think of anything now. Um, they talk a lot on their podcast about a lot of things. They do. Or maybe it can be a story from the road, from Seattle, from Dallas, from the ACC tournament, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Let me think. Let me think. That was a that was a good that was a good start though. Oh, let me think. Um, well, I have a story about Liz and her dedication to board games. <laughs> you have to tell a Georgia story then. Okay. okay. I mean, I can go along with the board games. I mean, I just had this one story. One day, 
Liz found out that there was this new board game coming out. And of course it included like words and stuff like smart people game, not Wordle. Don't know what it's called. Like goes in a circle. Like Zapple? Zapple maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It's the one that had like the letters and you like click the thing. Yeah. And then you have a timer to like go around and like say a word that starts with whatever. And Liz is like, I really want this game, but I think it's, it's sold out in Barnes and Noble, like over in Christiansburg. And I was like, she was like, we're not doing anything today. It's me, Clark Ford. And we're like, we can go to Roanoke. She's like, you guys wouldn't, like, you guys would not go with me. And I'm like, why not? I'm like, you know, we're not doing anything. Like, you clearly want this board game. We get in the car. She starts driving, and it starts downpouring. I mean, you not, you cannot see anything. She's calling the Barnes and Noble. She's like, do you guys have the game? They're, like, not answering. Then they're, like, saying, I don't think we have it. We're already, like, 30 minutes out. It starts downpouring more. Liz cannot see anything. And, like, at this point, I have not driven with Liz enough to believe she's a good driver. Maybe she is, she but is. the Toyota RAV4 had me stressing. We get there. I run and find the last game. We drive back, and I think we maybe played the game twice. At the, you left out the biggest part of the story. What was her the biggest part of the story? Her wiper broke. Oh. See, it was so dramatic. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the details. <laughs> Literally, it's like downpouring, and all of a sudden, half the wiper just flies off. Wiper's not there. Can't see anything. She's driving like this. She's driving like this. I was terrified. It took us so long to get there. Um, I think with, so. They, they live together. Like everybody, I think knows that. And they have Winnie, their dog. Um, it's just like all for Paul's where they take their dog is like sending them. Like we're in Seattle, and they're just like the cutest. Like they send updates with like Winnie and bandanas, Winnie in like front of signs and pictures. She's adorable. Um, and then like every now and then I would look over, and I'm like Liz, what you looking at on your phone? It's like pictures of Winnie. Like it's literally like they have the most love for their dog. I've never seen someone like I know most people do love their dogs, but the amount of love Georgia and Liz have for their dog Winnie. It's insane. Or Georgia's dog, but I mean Liz loves like it's her own. Yeah. It's she's a, such a kitty. She likes sleep underneath the covers. Yeah. Like, how does she get under there? I don't know. But that's that's all I got. We got uh we got three questions submitted by Hokie fans. Ed, kick us uh kick us off here. What do they got? This one's from uh Dr. John Cran. As the year progressed, the team's ability to know where each other was on the court was crazy. Was this due to familiar familiarity with choreographed plays or team chemistry? On a personal note, our family loved watching you guys play all year. Congrats. Loved was all caps, by the way. It was all caps. JC yeah. loves the all caps. Okie okay, fans literally make me feel so loved. Like, I obviously my time in college is done, and I'm like, I got to go do my own thing. But, like, knowing that there are so many people in a, not a creepy way, but like, I don't know a lot of these people, but I'm like, if I need anything, they could just, if, if I needed a hug, like, they would just be there. Love Hokie fans. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like what made playing with this group so fun, and especially we didn't play too many players, is, like, we did gain a lot of chemistry. And it just felt like if I wasn't doing my part, like, Kayla would just step up. Or if she wasn't doing her part, like, KT would step up. And it wasn't really spoken about. It was just, like, this unspoken, like, energy thing. It was so weird. Like, whether it was on defense or offense, like, 90% of the time, we were just going to be where the other person needed or expected us to be. And, like, it wasn't any, like, oh, I don't know if she's going to be here today sort of thing. It was just, like, we literally clicked after a couple months. Yeah, and then back to, like, the, like, 
the question of like knowing where people are on the court. I think it's like 50-50 of like plays. Like of course coach Brooks he tries to draw up plays where like specific players like the ball and like that goes into it but then it's like at the end of the day like Georgia knows I'm going to be at the three-point line. We know Liz likes the little short corner pass. Yeah. A lot of times like T Soul like on fast breaks is running to the rim so Georgia like knows that. And then it's like just like throughout the year playing with each other like we realized like each other's tendencies and like where they like the ball like where like they'll be um like when someone goes baseline we know someone's gonna be cornered like that's just like one of our philosophies so like that's like a lot of like coach brooks and then also just us getting to know each other so this one's from stephanie gomez wilson kayla my favorite clip of all was you and liz carrying out the bracket from seattle did the bracket make it back to blacksburg if not what did you do with it no, yeah, it's in it's upstairs in the um, hallway of the coach's office. Um, we were just like walking out, and it was still just in the room. We're like, so, like, is anyone like taking this? And they're like, I mean, you guys can. We're like, I mean, yeah, we're not gonna leave it here. <laughs> like, why why would we leave it here? Yeah. So then we just like brought it out, and then T Soul is actually the one who brought it. <laughs> he brought it onto the plane. Oh yeah. And then like the flight attendants were like. They're like, do you guys, like, need this? Need this, like, right here because it kind of can't be in the yeah. hall, like, the aisle. Like, they have to move. And they're like, no, you guys can, like, take it underneath. They're like, all right, we, like, we promise we won't break it. And we're like, all right. Like, whatever all you, you say. Like, whatever you say. Better not break it. <laughs> so, I mean, they must have done a good job securing it, like, in the cargo. Wait, but... did you have to unload it in Dallas and then reload it? For the flight home, somebody did. Somebody did. Somebody did. Yeah. <laughs> when we landed back home, it took us like we were sitting on the runway for at least an hour while they were unpacking the plane and packing the buses up. So much stuff. I was just in the bus. Bless their hearts yeah. for helping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Taylor, after spending four years at another school, what was it about Virginia Tech that made you a Hokie for life in just one short year? It was Kayla King. Stop it. She give the real answer. Uh, the real answer? I don't I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. People are always like, oh, it's the people. It's the experience. It's the people. Like, I I don't know. The, like, there was, I never went on a visit to Virginia Tech. I'd only ever seen the inn down the street in the gym. Uh, but I'd, like, heard good things. And then ever since I came here, I think, in part, I just, like, learn to embrace it i think it was kind of easy at the beginning to be like i'm only going to be here for less than a year like let me just get like my degree like try to get a acc championship ring kind of like forget about it um but i think once i realized like being a hokey is cool and i like the people that i'm around and i like the the town um then the rest was kind of easy and obviously in return everyone in blacksburg kind of accepted me and uh, like who I am, so that you, made def- it, you made it really easy for everybody to love you. So yeah, I'm blushing. <laughs> we have to get that uh, that journal entry framed. The journal entry that you wrote, you put it on your Instagram, was oh, one of the most epic. Hold the phone, Caleb. I quite literally have this journal with me at all times. I think we have the journal entry right here. I mean, I wrote that that one. I wrote it all the time. Poor guy. What day was it? I don't know. But I wrote it a lot in here, I think. I mean, if we just go to my first I entry. manifest an ACC championship. Well, that was another one. That was on November 1st. Yeah. I wrote that a lot. It was cute on the first day. The first day we had uh, our little scrimmage. Mm-hmm. 
No, like our, uh, whoever we were playing, I had all the girls on the team uh, right in my journal. Like a little good luck thing. <laughs> Listen to her. Kayla said, I'm excited for this year with you and let's go get a ring. Kayla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was on day one. Yeah. Good stuff. She did a lot of manifesting in this journal. Yeah. A lot of good things happened, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of good things did happen. That is a fact. Last one from the uh, last one from the fans, Steve PCFL. I'm assuming that's Panama City, Florida. So very sorry, T Soul can't stay another year. I agree. What are your plans for ne- the next year or two, and will we see you in Blacksburg again? To start, yeah, I'll be I'll be in Blacksburg again. How? When? Why? I don't know. But I don't really need a reason to come back to Blacksburg. Um, plans for, you know, next couple months. Declared for the draft. So that's exciting stuff happening on Monday already. is crazy to think about. Um, I'm kind of going from there. Playing professional basketball. Um, and kind of just like finding out what I want to do as a 23-year-old outside of college. I think it'll be interesting and fun, but I'll definitely come back to Blacksburg. Um, I don't know. Maybe do some coaching, hang out. We'll see. I got I, some games. I will say you, you okay. don't need you don't need a reason to come back to Blacksburg. You just make one up and go. That's all you gotta okay. do. You just you just find a random reason and you just head down. I think the Coach Dodgers- Soul. I could get behind I could get behind Coach Soul. That would be that'd be a lot of fun. Get Coach Soul back at Blacksburg. That's something I, I like, think everybody can get behind. I think I'd I would need the 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 plaque on my door to say soul train nice nice all right well in closing kayla you're running it back for your fifth year with the Hokies and your ninth year with liz kitley yeah. what is your message to Hokie nation as you look forward to the future um honestly they just made the decision really easy to come back um like it's not a place i wanted to leave and having the opportunity to stay for a fifth year um is something that pretty much most college students don't get. Um, So I wanted to make the most of the opportunity and I'm just excited to see what we can do next year. And for you, Taylor, in one year, you captured the hearts and souls of Virginia Tech fans and women's college basketball fans across the country. As you look back at your career and your year in Blacksburg, what is your message to the school, your teammates and fans across the country? Uh, thank you, um, for accepting me for all of me, even when I'm extra loud and not paying attention. Um, I think the, I think there's people here that made a bigger impact on me than they know. Um, and I probably didn't always acknowledge everyone who did that. Um, but I'll try to, I'll try to repay my debt. I hope I did this year. But that's why I definitely want to come back and do something with the school. Um, that airport, not excited to have to come back to the airport. But besides that, once you're in Blacksburg, I can still have people stay. That is true. Well, hey, amazing, amazing season. Congratulations to both of you. And really excited to see what is next for both of you moving forward. Thank you. Thank you.
It's time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, Oh, I know it's what you're thinking. you